So what section are you going into this year? Cubs. Wow. And what what do you think Cubs is about? Friendship. Well, sort of. I mean, Cubs is... Do you know the story of the Jungle Book? Mm, kind of. Yeah, we haven't really... We haven't really read or watched that, so... I've read about it. You've read the Jungle Book? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Nana's. Oh, that's right. At Nana's. Okay. So, yeah, Cubs is actually a lot based on the Jungle Book. Um, and friendship is part of it. But really, Cubs is about doing your best. That's their motto. So, if you had to pick one thing that you're looking forward to in Cubs, what do you think that would be? Uh, Cub cars. Those are fun. So, what are you going into this year? I don't know. Were you going into Scouts? No. You going into Rovers? No, I don't know. You going into Beavers? Yep. Ah, okay. Do you know what color tail you're going to be wearing this year? Mm, White. No, I think you're a blue tail this year. Yay! I love blue tails. Well, you know, blue tails are going to get to do a lot more this year. Oh. <laughs> couple more weeks. Couple more weeks. Okay. Uh, no! What are you most looking forward to about beavers? Building. Building what? Lego. Building Lego? Oh, do you think we should have the Lego guy come back again? Yeah. So, welcome back to another episode of Scouting Stuff You Should Know. You've got two of us tonight. You, of course, got myself, Scouter Ken, and I'm happy to be rejoined by Scouter Brian. Hello! All right, and as always, a big shout-out, a big thank you to our friends at Scouting Radio for rebroadcasting the Scouting Stuff episodes to their worldwide scouting audience. If you are listening to us on Scouting Radio right now, let us know. Reach out and get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. And stay tuned. At the end of the episode, we'll tell you how to do exactly that. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, as it happens, I'm currently working through my Wood Badge 1 training for, I guess... I should pause because really it would make a lot of sense to explain how we do this on the Canadian side. So first off, what is the Wood Badge? Well, the Wood Badge has been around. It's been a part of scouting since pretty much the beginning. It was founded in 1919. Um, The first Wood Badge training was organized by a gentleman named Francis Gidney. And if you don't know who Francis Gidney was, he was... um, He was an early leader in the scouting movement in the UK. Uh, He was the first camp chief. Camp Chief, Chief, what am I mean? He was the first Camp Chief of Gilwell Park in, uh, appointed that in May of 1919. And he was the organizer of the first Woodbad training, which was uh, held there in September of 1919. Now, the Woodbadge course was designed to allow scouters to become better leaders um, by teaching advanced leadership skills and, you know, by creating a a bond. Well, hopefully by creating a bond between them and also enhancing their commitment to the scouting movement. Wood badge courses vary from country to country, but generally the complete wood badge um, 
involves a combination of both some classroom learning and then also practical outdoor-based education, uh, often accompanied by a ticketing system or uh, a project phase. Uh, as mentioned, the first Woodbatch training was organized, held at Gilwell Park, September 1919. Uh, Baden-Powell was a lecturer there at, and, you know, since then, um, it has really become a global phenomenon for much of the scouting movement. So, in Canada, now Canada, interestingly, is one of a handful, I assume a handful, I don't actually know the number, but Canada is certainly one of the NSOs, National Scouting Organizations, that require scouting volunteers to complete what is called Wood Badge 1, um, which is actually section specific. So like, for example, I have Wood Badge 1 for beavers, but since I'm taking on the role of a cub leader next year... I need to retake my Wood Badge 1 now for Cubs. And the reason for that is that Wood Badge 1 in Canada is broken up into modules, five modules. The first module is actually universal. It's the child and youth protection module. It's it's a big topic right now. You know, it's certainly something that's at the forefront of a lot of people's minds. And it's something that we definitely do try to reinforce uh, in our scouters. So... Child and Youth, Safety and Protection, that's Module 1 of Wood Badge 1, and it's universal. But then Modules 2 through 5, and this is all broken up. These are things that you can take in online training, okay? So Modules 2 through 5 are section-specific, and they cover things like um, how meetings should run within a section and what some of the goals and aims of the section are and the history of the section and how to run a meeting and stuff like that. And the goal really is to, you know, because we're probably on, you know, because these are new scouters that are just being onboarded, um, we want to make sure that they're appropriately trained to take on a scouter's role, not necessarily as a section leader, not necessarily as the person who's up there in front of the kids, um, leading ceremonies and stuff like that, but, you know, there to help out and able to understand what's going on and why it's going on in the way that it's going on and able to help the youth participate and, of course, participate fully themselves. So it is section-specific. So there's Wood Badge 1 for beavers, and then there's Wood Badge 1 for cubs and scouts, and even for ventures and rovers. Um, what else can I say? There's... The training can mostly be delivered online. Actually, all Wood Badge 1 can be completed online. Um, and again, this because we're onboarding new leaders, we want to make the transition easy for them. We want to make the coursework accessible for them. Not to say that there aren't Wood Badge 1 training courses, which I think are typically held over a weekend, but for a lot of people, myself included a lot of the time, it's just more convenient to be able to access the training modules online through the Scouts Canada website and complete them that way. So I have to work through my cub training at some point in the next couple of weeks, and I will be doing that. Okay, so that's Wood Badge on the Canadian side. So how is it handled on the U.S. side? So it's quite a bit different, actually. Um, rather than being something that is required um, to be an adult volunteer or scouter, uh, it's actually often thought of as the pinnacle or near the pinnacle of adult leadership training. Um, there's certainly a lot of training that that's involved in just you know, being a, an assistant scoutmaster or merit badge counselor or, or whatnot. 
it's usually something that somebody takes when they've been involved in scouting for uh, a couple of years. Um, you can take it if you're involved in uh, Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts or venturing, which those are the kind of the, the three levels. Or Sea Scouts, too. Um, don't want to leave out the Sea Scouts. Um, no, definitely not. <laughs> and the way it's done is um, so you uh, it's you go it's leadership training on the model of they use a lot of um, uh, corporate leadership from schools like Carnegie Mellon and um, um, uh, Six Sigma and things like that and kind of put it into a scouting context um, and it's held over two over the course of two weekends and actually there, there's two phases to wood badge in, in BSA there's the um, what they call the classroom portion and the practical application so the classroom portion is held over two weekends and you are put into a troop a Boy Scout troop and it's called Gilwell it's called Troop one or Gilwell Troop one and you are at a campsite um, and the patrols always have the same names. So there's eight patrols and there's the beaver patrol, the Bob white patrol, the I'm trying to make sure I get them in the right order. Eagle patrol, Fox patrol, owl patrol, bear patrol, Buffalo and antelope patrols. Hmm. And, and people get really, uh, really into being a, um, a bear or a, a beaver or um, an oh, antelope. Right. They really get into their critters. Of course, um, uh, I myself am a member of the Fox Patrol because I am clever and cute, or at least that's what I tell people. There you go. Um, <laughs> but it's it's fun because people really get into uh, uh, what, what their critters are and uh, so forth. But anyway, so you have the two weekends and um, they – Everything is, uh, you're, like I said, you're, you're kind of treated as though you're uh, in a troop and you learn a variety of different leadership and team building activities. Uh, and you really have to kind of bond and work together with your members of your patrol. And it's fairly intense because they cram a lot into the three days that you're there. Uh, well, the six days that you're there, three days over each weekend. And the first weekend, there's a lot, all the cooking, for example, all the meals are provided by the uh, with badge staff. And the second weekend, it's much more, they're on their own. So they have to coordinate uh, that amongst themselves. And not only do they have to cook for themselves, but each meal, they're hosting certain members of the wood badge staff. Um, and so it's, it's not outdoors crafting, it's leadership and team building. And so after those two weeks, then you have 18 months to finish what they call the practical application. It's also called working your tickets. Okay. And, and when you, uh, when you first, uh, your first day at Wood Badge, one of the first things you get is a, um, it's a plaid neckerchief with the McLaren tartan with the, yep, uh, the Gilwell necker. Yep. And the, the, with the wood badge symbol of the axe and the log and, uh, uh, number one for, for, you know, troop one. Uh, if, and then during the course of the classroom portion of it, 
I say classroom, you're out at a camp out at a campsite rather. And there's some indoor portions, but most of it's outdoors. Um, but you write up what your what, what they call your wood badge tickets. And uh, those are five goals, things that you will do, things that you will achieve. Um, I was the advancement chair for our Boy Scout troop when I went through Wood Badge. So all of mine were uh, in, involved advancement somehow. Like um, uh, I had to recruit and train a certain number of merit badge coordinators for all the Eagle required merit badges and so forth. So that was one of my ticket items. Um, and so you have 18 months to do, to complete your tickets. And if, if you complete your tickets, then your neckerchief is replaced by a taupe colored neckerchief with a small patch of the McLaren tartan, a leather woggle, and a pair of wooden beads that are, uh, attached to, uh, leather thongs. And all this, all this stuff is tied into, uh, the history of Wood Badge and Baden Powell and, and all this other stuff. Yep. So, um, and it's it's uh, it's kind of a nice achievement when you when you earn your beads. Uh, Definitely. And, uh, so, so yeah. So that's that's wood badge in BSA. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned some of the accoutrement. I mean, obviously, there's the Gilwell Necker, which is uh, it's technically the Necker of the first Gilwell Park Scout Group or Gilwell Troop One, which you mentioned. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> technically that group boasts like a hundred thousand members or something now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> worldwide. Yes. Worldwide. Um, because yeah, on completion of all of your wood badge training, you're a member of that group. The Woggle is a two strand Turks head knot. Um, mm -hmm. so there's no beginning to it, no end. And I believe the symbolism there is it's kind of meant to, you know, symbolize your commitment to scouting. Right. The beads are even a little bit more interesting. They go back a little further because I think they go back to, yes, as far as 1888, um, Baden Powell's military campaign in Zululand. Um, yeah. he was on the trail of Dinozulu, uh, never actually managed to catch him. And he, and Dinozulu was said to have had this really crazy long necklace, like four meters long with something like a thousand beads on it, which Baden Powell yeah. apparently found and, you know, later based he the, appropriated. yeah, he kind of, yeah, he just borrowed the idea basically. So yeah, you get a couple of beads on a leather thong together. Uh, now it's worth mentioning. I talked about wood badge one in Scouts Canada. There is also what we call wood badge two. Now it sounds like in BSA, it's kind of just all lumped together. Some, um, NSOs, so national scouting organizations do split it up, however. Uh, and Scouts Canada is one of these. So Wood Badge One is kind of your basic training for how to lead in a section. And then, of course, also that child and youth safety component. And then there's Wood Badge Two. Now, Wood Badge Two is, um, more comprehensive than that. Uh, the emphasis of Wood Badge Two is on advanced skills necessary to plan and run, um, you know, and again, it's still section specific. So there's wood badge two beavers, wood badge two cubs, etc. And again, advanced skills for planning and running the beaver scout or the cub scout youth program. The emphasis is on long term planning, outdoor activities, and team development. Wood badge two training 
there was actually like, for example, there was a week long camp, um, which was held earlier this month for Northern Lights Council. I wasn't able to get to it, unfortunately. I'd really like to one year though. Um, but you know, like it's a week long camp and so you can get your wood badge too at the camp. So we don't focus as much on the ticketing side of it, but it's definitely all about, you know, getting into the outdoors and building up uh, different skill sets, building up a skill base, looking more in depth at the programming for ex, uh, for your section. Um, for those, you know, who aren't familiar, there's stuff about out- outdoor skills, advanced camping. And of course, I, uh, the wood badge two training is really an opportunity to, um, meet with and bond with other scouters. So, yes. Yeah. There's a, that is a huge portion of it right there. Um, in fact, gosh, I went to with badge as a participant, uh, in spring of 13 and I'm still correspond pretty regularly with most of my, um, wood badge patrol. Um, and we're all friends on Facebook and talk and we even get together for lunch from time to time. Nice. Uh, and, uh, I had the, uh, the great pleasure of being on wood badge staff as a troop guide, um, a year and a half ago. So I guess that would be spring of 15. And, uh, the, the one thing that I, I should mention while we're talking about the bonding and, and, uh, and whatnot is, um, the reason I wanted to go to wood badge <laughs> was, Sure, I wanted to get the training and that'd be cool and all, but everybody I spoke to talked about how much fun they had at Woodbatch. Yes, just this is something I've heard as well. Yeah, they just had an absolute blast. And, and um, my troop has a lot of huge Woodbatch kind of legacy or culture. Um, so when I first, when my son crossed over from Cub Scouts and uh, we joined this troop, I kept hearing all these uh, other assistant scoutmasters and the scoutmaster talking about uh, wood badge and they'd laugh and kind of carry on and talk about it. And then they go, Oh, well, we can't tell you everything. We don't want to ruin the secrets. And, <laughs> and it's just sounded like so much fun. And it was, I had an absolute blast. Um, having said that though, I learned that, uh, being on staff is even more fun. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Had even more fun. And, and there was more of that bonding cause I got to meet a whole bunch of other, um, men and women, uh, very dedicated scouters who were on the staff and became really good friends with them as well. So, um, it, it's, it has been a great experience. No, that's excellent. Um, for myself, I just learned of the existence of something called, we call it the family training event, um, uh, which is evidently a, and like I say, it's a week long camp that's put on, um, this year it was August 7th to 13th. So it's, it, it was put on at Camp Woods, which is one of the scout camps here in, um, Alberta. I wouldn't necessarily say Woods is a full high adventure camp, but it's, it's nice. It's on Sylvan Lake, which is a nice little lake kind of in central Alberta. Beautiful, um, full featured, got, you know, a lot of, um, like obstacle courses, rope courses, archery, all that good stuff, waterfront. Um, but anyways, yeah, yeah. you don't have any mountains scenery up there <laughs> we do have our high adventure base at least in alberta our high adventure base is in pisa which is in very southern alberta it's just north of waterton park it's nestled right up against the mountains i oh love going yeah. there it is awesome and saying that y'all don't have any mountains or scenery up there is just absolute sheer jealousy on my point so, <laughs> well but you know 
you know, I, though, I've been to Alberta and it is amazing. Yep. It is, it is, but you know, Alberta's kind of weirdly shaped. So, like, where in southern Alberta, like in Calgary, the major city in the southern part of the province, you can yeah. look west, you see the mountains, right? Right. Where I am in Edmonton, you look west, you see clouds. That's <laughs> just the edge of the world. Yeah, basically, it's uh, <laughs> because Alberta, of course, is very narrow. Well, it's narrower at the southern portion, and then the mountains and coincidentally the boundary of the province shoots off westward at kind of this diagonal right so by the time you get to edmonton's latitude um, the mountains are well and truly over the horizon you got to drive for a couple hours before you see them again still at least you can drive a couple hours and be in mountains true i gotta drive true. i gotta drive 15 or 16 hours yeah <laughs> yeah no i it's, it's a bitty boat well yeah with kids, about four hours, you know, for bathroom breaks. <laughs> yeah. If I'm lead footing it, three. Um, so um, back to wood badge real quick. Yes. Um, we mentioned um, uh, that it is worldwide. and uh, Or nearly uh, so. I mean, I don't think every NSO has necessarily adapted it, but I can but tell you for more- sure it's in Great Britain, Australia, Austria, Finland, Canada, France, the Netherlands. Ireland, Israel, the USA, and the Philippines. And for Malaysia sure. and Indonesia. Excellent. There you go. Yeah, it, it is global. Um, uh, I'm on a Wood Badge Facebook group. Cool. And uh, in fact, there was somebody from, uh, you can log on and look and see. There's pictures of India and Malaysia and Indonesia, like I said, and, and various European countries. And and there's the one thing that unites everybody. It was you know the Gil you burned your bead. You had that tote neckerchief and the beads and everything. So yep, that's that's a I think a really cool thing. Uh, clearly the the course the curriculum changes or varies you know from from uh, from country to country, but the the goal is the same, and and I think uh, the outcome is probably largely the same. Yep, I mean it's again the goal is really to take your scouters and make them into more effective scouters who are more deeply committed to the scouting movement and, you know, who've hopefully established some really great connections and friendships within the scouting movement, right? You can approach that in different methodology, you know, different ways, right? But at the end of the day, as long as you are taking these unformed scouters, building up a particular skill set within them and putting them in a situation where they do interact and network and form friendships, I think you're achieving the goals of wood badge. You know, the particulars might differ a little bit. Yeah. From country to country, but end of the day, you're minting very strong scouters with really good friendships. Yeah, I completely agree. And one of the great things that I've seen, and there have to be, I think this is inspired by wood badge is for the youth side they have a, a national uh, leadership training called National Youth Leadership Training, or NYLT, um, that my son has. Uh, my son took NYLT and has been invited back to be on staff twice now. He's actually going to be staffing for the third time uh, this winter, 
And it's, it's funny and it's gratifying because he tells the same types of stories that I tell about Wood Badge, about how much fun it was and how many friends that he's made and all the stuff that he's learned and learned even more when he was on staff because when you're there, you're drinking from a fire hose and, and you, you don't necessarily retain it all. Uh, but when you're invited to come back on staff, you kind of have to relearn it because you're teaching parts of it. Uh, everybody on staff teaches. You know, we all have different roles on staff, but it's one point or another, you're teaching at least a course or two. Um, and when my son, actually, when he uh, when he went to NYLT as a participant, he was getting at that point, that age where he's starting to get a little burned out on scouting and kind of the same old stuff all the time. He was too young for we just on the cusp of him getting ready to go off and do high adventure stuff. And he'd signed up for NYLT and then decided he didn't want to do it a week before. He was like, I don't want to go. And I said, well, you're going because I paid for it. <laughs> and he came back and he was completely re-energized. He was enthusiastic. He couldn't wait. He had so much fun. And then he got the staff and that was even more fun. And I've seen the same type of thing with adults too. A lot of times uh, adults go in. And um, this come out, you just feel much more energized about things because you just had so much fun. And then you've got these five ticket items that you you can't wait to jump on and, and do so you can get your uh, beads and stuff. And it's it's a it's a it's a great experience that um, is a lot of fun. You learn a lot. And in my experience, you know, it really kind of helps re-energize you and, and get you recommitted to things. Definitely. I think that's why I'm going to try and arrange for as many of my scouters next year as possible to attend this um, family training event camp. And we'll just all get our wood badge for wood badge two for beavers and cubs. And because I think that'd be great. Um, one question I did want to ask, what's the what's the minimum age for getting at least your wood? badge? Well, I mean, what's the minimum age for getting wood badge in BSA? Well, you have to be an adult. Oh, okay. So you have to be 18 Okay, is the minimum age. So this is another place where we differ a little bit because technically our venturers, um, so, you know, youth aged 14 to 17, can actually complete the Wood Badge 1 training. And then they actually count as full-fledged scouters within a section. Right. So, so that age, they could be scouters for... The beavers, for example. Yeah, the beavers or the cubs. And again, all they need to do is complete their wood badge one, right? Now, I would imagine then that, you know, wood badge two's requirements probably require them to be over the age of 18. But um, that is sort of one other little point of difference in that you can get, you know, your first rank of wood badge in Canada um, while you're still a teenager. That's interesting. And, you know, I said they had to be 18, given that our venturers are youth until they're 21. You may have to be 21. I'm not sure. Hmm. And well, no, you, you can be under 21 because there was a guy in my wood badge, uh, course who, uh, who wasn't 21. All right. He was one of those guys that, you know, he just grew up in scouting and lives, eats, breathes scouting. And <laughs> as soon as he got, uh, you know, he, as soon as he became 18, he, joined his troop as an assistant scoutmaster and continued being a venturer and a venture crew and whole nine yards. And, uh, so yeah, you, yeah, you can be under 21. So I'm assuming that the minimum age is 18. Now, having said that, I think it would largely be lost on the vast majority of 18 year olds. <laughs> <that> I know. <laughs> probably, possibly. 
Um, I can't necessarily say I know all that many 14-year-olds that Wood Badge 1 would necessarily find purchase on. But, uh, <laughs> but you know what? Um, it's an, for, for us, I mean, our, our group is really quite strong. We have a lot of membership, but this has actually been to the advantage, not so much of our group, but of other groups in our area, because we've had some of our venturers and some of our rovers, um, you know, still technically youth members, but they'll get wood badge one trained and then we can farm them out as leaders for other groups that are struggling to maintain a leadership ratio. That's cool. Yep. That's really cool. I've seen that happen a couple of times and I mean, it's, it's great. They gain some benefit too, because they can count that as service hours then, but you know, practically Ah. it, it allows us to help other troops sustain themselves. And that's a really great thing. That is a great thing. There's another uh, kind of fun thing, you know, you have a lot of, I'm sure you out there as well as down here, you have a lot of uh, married couples who are both uh, scouting volunteers. It happens. So we'll, uh, we have a lot of couples, if they're both involved in scouting, we'll both go through Wood Badge. Uh, So like, for example, my wife went through Wood Badge a year after I did, and um, she started collecting little owls. She's an owl. I'm a fox. She's an owl. And uh, which was perfect because she's a teacher. So, you know, owl education, whatnot. Um, so <laughs> shortly, as soon as she went through wood badge, all of a sudden little owl figurines, little owl things, this and that started cropping up all over the place. <laughs> so I had now I had to go out and find Fox stuff, you know? And so, <laughs> so we had this little critter competition going on. Oh, nice. I think and owl would fact, win out around here. They're very popular with my kids. In fact, um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, one of my assistant scout masters, she and I were on staff together and her husband, um, was going through the wood badge course as a participant. And, um, when I, I he was in my patrol as a troop guide, your, your, your job is to teach them and, and, and just and kind of act as a mentor and whatnot. And you review their ticket items and you wind up signing off on them and whatnot. Well, her husband turns out is a executive for a, a software company. And I just kind of jokingly asked if they were hiring project managers. He said, yeah, they are. One thing led to another. I got hired on. Well, there you go. He became, he became my boss. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am mentoring him at Wood Badge. He's my boss. And his wife is my assistant scoutmaster. <laughs> so, and he just finished up his beads. In fact, we're going to have his beading ceremony soon. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. So it turned out it was also good networking. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, um, no, that's awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for popping in. And, my pleasure. Uh, we'll catch you soon. All right. Thanks, Ken. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. All right. So as mentioned before, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that. There's a few different ways you can do that. You can email us scoutingstuffpodcast at gmail.com. You can also actually leave us a voice message. If you go to the website scoutingstuffpodcast.com, there'll be a link to leave us a message and that'll take you to a little web page. There'll be a widget embedded in the web page where you can record up to 90 seconds of audio using your computer's microphone. And you know, as long as you're not too insulting, we'll find a way to work you into a future episode. 
You can follow us on Twitter at SSYSK Podcast. Um, you can engage with us thereby. That's proven fairly fruitful in the past. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash scoutingstuffpodcast. Finally, your moral support is more than welcome. Please do consider leaving us a review on iTunes. Um, this helps with the visibility of the podcast. You know, it helps us grow our audience. And uh, it's just a nice way to say thank you, I think. All right. Well, there is another episode. Sorry this one was a little bit late. We had some troubles with timing when everybody could record. But we're more than happy to discuss Wood Badge with you, however briefly. And until next time, be prepared. <laughs>